What's up and welcome back to Airbnb. If you've been following me on TikTok, you will know I have been creating in what some might call triggered videos. And I am talking specifically about my price transparency post where I break down the cost of each hair service that I do. And let's just say people do not like it when they hear that I charge $80 for a haircut or $500 for highlights and a color service. And when I say people, it's a lot of the times hairstylists, which is surprising. So in this episode, I'm actually going to break down the cost of doing business and overall things that they don't really teach you in beauty school, which is the business side of things. And by the end of this podcast, you will learn that hairstylists do not keep 100% of the service price. As a matter of fact, the amount of profit you may be taking home may surprise you. At least after I did my research, I was surprised at how little most of us actually take home. Welcome to Hair B&B, a podcast about hair, beauty, and business. Hi, I'm Marella Manelli, and I help hairstylists just like you streamline this entrepreneur roller coaster you're on so you can start feeling like the CEO that you are. So grab a glass and be ready to simplify your hair, beauty, and business goals. Today's drink is alkaline water. Literally, I have alkaline water here from Kirkland or Costco, if you're a Costco fan. I literally, I don't know, I'm addicted to this alkaline water right now. It's those 33-ounce um, bottles. It's the only way I can get myself to drink water. I've tried buying myself cute little water bottles to refill throughout the day. I've tried buying cute little glasses with cute little straws and like all of that stuff. And I, for some reason, cannot force myself to drink freaking water. So this is what I grab every day. So I know at least I'm drinking a liter of water and I'm rehydrating. See, it's not always an alcoholic beverage. I know sometimes this industry can make us probably drink a little bit too much. But just because you see a bottle of wine on my title cover page doesn't mean it's actually wine. Sometimes it could just be a little bit of flavored water because we need water to rehydrate and get us through the day. So don't forget to drink your water today. That is your reminder. Now let's go ahead and get right into this episode. All right. So if you are in the Charge Your Worth Club, then you are really going to love this episode. And you've probably heard from your peers that you are overpriced, overcharging, price gouging even, whatever you've been told. I like to tell those people that they are not my target market and I don't fit in their budget. There is simply no reason for you to lower your prices to fit anyone's budget. If your haircuts are $100 or $50 or even $10, then that's your price. You do not need to justify it for anyone at all, but if you are a hairstylist who wonders why in the hell do some hairstylists charge so much, then you're going to start rethinking how you charge with what I'm going to share with you today because I'm going to break down a whole lot of ish. So first, let's start with some research that I've done about income. So according to salary.com, the average hairstylist salary in the United States is $27,560. And this is um, data that's collected as of November 29th, 2021. But the range typically falls between $22,883 and $33,841. Basically, salary ranges 
can vary widely depending on many important factors such as education, certifications, additional skills, and the numbers of years that you spent in your profession. So again, all of this that I just read to you is from salary.com. Notice how this mentioned nothing about location. And that's because I believe your location in most cases really doesn't matter so much. People that live in less populated areas are still buying designer fashion and spending an absorbent amount of money on other things. And basically, like, what makes you think that they won't spend money on their hair? The cost of color supply is the exact same as it is in Beverly Hills as it is in Ohio. However, if you are in a super small town where people live much more simply, well, then, of course, offering a $500 service won't make much sense. But basically what I'm saying here is know your target market in your area. So let's go ahead and break down why I think salary.com would say the average is 22000 to 33000 a year. So here's just one example. Let's just say you are in the six-figure club, which many stylists will brag about on social, but what they won't tell you, or maybe they just don't know, is that after they deduct everything I'm going to share with you right now, is that they only keep about 20 to 40% of their earnings. So think about that. You bring in $100,000 just to keep twenty to $40,000 of it in your pocket. Okay, so are you ready for this cost breakdown? And keep in mind, these are average prices for Southern California because that's where I live. And P.S. Take notes because these are some things you could potentially write off for taxes if you are an independent stylist. And disclaimer, none of this is financial advice. Should you have any questions about your finances, please go see a CPA who knows all about this stuff. All right, so let's get right into it. Cost number one, rent. The average cost of rent in Southern California is about $300 a week if you are a booth renter. On the high end, you can expect to spend $450 a week, and basically that comes out to $1,800 a month or $21,600 a year. Rent is probably the most variable depending on where you live and one of the top items to consider when defining your pricing for your business. All right, so cost number two, insurance and state and local licensing. So let's talk about insurance first. Insurance is a resource that is not acquired nearly enough. And the bottom line is this, you must and need business liability insurance. This insurance will cover accidentals like if you accidentally burn someone's hair or skin, allergic reactions, clients falling in your establishment that would cause medical attention, or even a visit to the ER. And I know what some of you might be thinking, I don't have any assets, so they can't really sue me. Well, let's first say that this is not the only thing that could happen. There are ways that they can garnish your future wages. And based on my 20 years of experience in this career, I have seen a ton of ish go down. So there are some low cost options out there for you, but this can run as low as a couple hundred dollars to thousands of dollars per year based on the type of coverage you get. And I haven't even mentioned your own personal health insurance, but 
if anything, the type of insurance that I'm going to tell you to get is definitely get the liability insurance. Now, licensing fees can vary by state and county and even your city. So for example, in Orange County, California, you can expect to spend about $50 for state licensing and then about $150 to have an establishment license in your city. And some cities don't require business licenses, but most do. So you want to check with your local city hall to be sure you are operating legally. Cost number three, supply. And I'm talking retail, color, sanitation, foils, gloves, maintenance in your shears, tools, maybe a camera, and definitely a computer. This list can go on and on, but just to simplify some things, let's just pretend you have all of your initial supply to fully operate as a hairstylist. If you are a six-figure stylist, you can expect to spend anywhere from $200 on the low end to $600 or even $1,000 weekly on supply. Again, this is variable depending on the type of services you offer. So if you are looking for a generalized initial investment cost, I would guesstimate that you're going to spend about ten dollars to $15,000 on quality tools and supply just to get started. After that, you are just maintaining your inventory, which that, again, can vary between that $200 to $600 or even $1,000 weekly. All right, so number four cost is booking systems and credit card processing fees. Everything is digital today, including money. So most stylists use a POS system or a point of sale system like Square, which is free. But if you run a salon like me, it can cost about $250 a month for me to use the marketing features, the booking system, the online store, and the payroll system. However, credit card fees, on the other hand, are going to run you about 3% on average of the client's total bill. So basically, if you're making $2,000 a week, $60 of that is going to pay your credit card system. And that's about $3,120 per year. Cost number five, and we are just about halfway done here, which is website maintenance and marketing fees. If you have listened to any of my previous podcasts, you will know I'm all about websites and being present on social and websites and hosting can cost a couple hundred dollars per year if you maintenance it yourself. And on the low end, you can expect to spend about a thousand dollars or more for someone to do it for you. Basically like kind of do it for you here and there. As far as marketing fees go, you can use free marketing tools like MailChimp, although that creates a little extra work for you when collecting information, which is why I love using Square because it's all integrated. It's already collected all of my clients' information. And I can also send out texts and email blasts for about $35 to $100 a month on Square. Cost number six is professional subscriptions. You have to treat your career like a business, and that means using tools or apps that are going to help streamline what you're doing. And I'm talking systems like QuickBooks for all of your accounting and to keep tabs of your expenses. And this can cost you about $20 a month. And if you don't have that yet, it is a must. Adobe Premiere for editing video or Photoshop if you want something more elevated to use. And this can cost you about $99 a month. And finally, tools like Canva, which can help you create tons of marketing content for really anything like business cards or price sheets or even social media posts. 
I use the paid version for Canva, but just know that this too can be variable because some things you can use for free and some of the features require a paid subscription. Number seven is payroll. You have to pay yourself, right? What about your assistant? Having a payroll system helps you pay the taxes and can also be a write-off for your business because if you have employees like an assistant, you want to be able to write off their salary. Again, I use Square for payroll, but if you're running solo, QuickBooks is a great option so you can actually integrate the payroll through QuickBooks. And again, you can expect to spend about $50 a month for a payroll system. Cost number eight is utilities like water, electricity, internet, and phone. If you run a big salon, then you know these bills all too well. And if you're flying solo, congrats. Your rent or your booth rent covers most of these utilities except for a couple of them, internet and phone. Generally, you will spend about $200 a month on the internet and a mobile phone. And hello, you totally need a phone to respond to all of those 3 a.m. messages from those crazy clients. Cause number nine is continued education. Not only do we need to feel inspired, but we need to know all of the new tricks and trends that are coming up for the new year. So it's important for us to know terms like money piece, halo highlights, balayage, and baby lights. And education can come free like this podcast or my YouTubes, or it can cost you thousands if you go to an event or even a hair show. Investing back into your craft is honestly the best thing you can do to elevate your business. Cost number 10 is a CPA and taxes. If you are running a six-figure business, you will want to get a certified personal accountant or a CPA. Um, They will run you anywhere around like $800 roughly a year or more, and they will help you with filing your quarterly taxes. After your CPA has claimed all of your expenses and deductions, your business will then need to pay 20 to 30% of your earnings, depending on how much you have left over. Now let's go ahead and tally all of this up. And I'm sure there's so much more I could add to this list, but this is kind of like the general cost of doing business as a hairstylist or a salon owner. But let's just pretend you made $100,000 for the year. And after all of your business expenses on the low to mid end, it kind of adds up with everything that I've mentioned in here for someone that works in Southern California it almost adds up to about $49,000, which leaves you with $51,000 of profit. But wait, you now have to pay at least 20 to 30% of taxes, which on average is going to be about $10,200. So that's on the low end of 20%, which now leaves you with $40,800. Now let that sink in for just a minute. We now know why the internet says we make an average of $27,000 a year. That's because most of us don't charge our worth and we are working too damn hard and not charging nearly enough to cover our expenses. I honestly was really surprised to learn that after all of the expenses and the 25% average taxes paid, that most hairstylists who are independently working only keep about 20 to 40% of their profits. Now, please ask me again why I charge $80 or more for haircuts. 
It's because I know the cost of doing business and I don't treat my business like a hobby. I hope after listening in on this episode, you will look back at your expenses and look at your current pricing now, and hopefully this will motivate you to rethink the way that you do business. So I leave you with this. Stop thinking with your wallet. Your price is your price, and you are not in the business of charity. You are in the business of financial stability for you. All right, so this wraps up today's episode on the cost of doing business, things they don't teach you in beauty school, and I hope you found this podcast super helpful. I also have lots of free education on my website at morellamanelli.com as well as YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. And you will also find education specific to your niche and tools you can use for your business. Heck, I might make a little workbook for this episode, so be on the lookout for that. And for inquiries, you can email me at info at You can even shoot me an email and let me know a topic you would like for me to cover on this podcast. And I want to thank you so much for joining me here on Hairbnb and make sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes or Stitcher and other streaming platforms. If you found this show valuable, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about the show to listen in. And finally, make sure to check out my free education on my YouTube, all under Morella Minnelli. Now I'll see you in the next episode and be ready to simplify your hair, beauty, and business goals on Hairbnb. Cheers.